0: Hey, it's Luke at Hip, and if you've been listening to the Grow Ortho podcast maybe for weeks, months, or in some cases years, you know that we typically interview an industry expert, whether it be someone working in the office or a consultant uh, or just a strategic partner for orthodontist. Well, we're going to change things up just a bit, and this year we've actually released four books, and so we're gonna release every audiobook, basically a chapter for each episode. Listen, enjoy, and let us know what you find valuable and implement and what works well in your office. Thanks so much for supporting HIP and we hope you enjoy all these episodes on the Practice Growth Series. Chapter Two, Fostering the Right Mindset. Progress is impossible without change. And those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. George Bernard Shaw The one thing we can always count on in life is change. It's funny because change is also the one thing that people seem to be most resistant to. However, no matter how stuck we are in our ways, the world around us will eventually force us to do something different. If you're reading this book, it's because you want a different result in your office. You want to be able to see more new patients so you can grow your practice, help more people, and have financial freedom. Whatever your reasons for wanting to grow your practice, growth requires us to look at things differently and do things that we have never done before. When we are faced with new challenges and possibilities, we often run into the biggest obstacle of them all, ourselves. When Dr. Ben Fishbein from Fishbein Orthodontics first opened his practice back in 2013, It was not run the way it currently is in 2022. Dr. Fishbein spent a lot of time doing everything himself and eventually realized it was only hindering the growth of the practice. He realized he needed to hire people to fulfill these roles so that he could focus on just being the doctor. In the very early stages when I was working, I was hustling. I was going to every dental office, doing any kind of marketing I could that didn't require a lot of money because I didn't have it lots of boots on the ground stuff but if you want to grow you have to hire even if you're taking a cut on your margins it's better to be overstaffed than understaffed when you fast forward to today i'm just seeing patients and helping out with the management everyone on my team has a specialized role that helps contribute to the growth of the practice if you want your tc to thrive in the vision you have for your practice you need to inspire them to change how they see their role and their interactions with people daily. It begins with a subtle shift in mindset for both you and your TC, and you must lead by example to create buy-in. Mindset shift number one. The TC role is a specialized role. When I first start working with an office, I find all sorts of scenarios. 90% of offices have a TC in some way, shape, or form. In about 5% of cases, we've found a doctor doing the TC role, which is a terrible idea if you want to scale. In 50 to 60% of the cases, the person in the TC role is also performing other roles like the front desk or clinical assistant, which leaves 20 to 30% of offices where the TC is a dedicated role and the person is only focused on one thing, turning new patients into starts. A jack of all trades, but a master of none. If you have read Front Desk Secrets, you will notice that we are into the specialization of roles at HIP. We find it much more efficient to have a team member highly trained and immersed in one part of the operation than to jump around fulfilling a number of different tasks and duties. It's common for businesses to hire employees to fill one role and then expect them to wear many hats within that role. While this approach forces the employee to learn how to do a bunch of different tasks, they usually end up doing a subpar job at each task because they haven't dedicated enough time and effort to it. It's not their fault. It's very difficult to thrive in a role when you are being pulled in multiple directions and expected to complete unrelated tasks. For this reason, the TC role in your practice needs to be specialized. Your TC should be responsible for only one thing, selling the treatment plan to your new patients. Yes, there are a lot of different tasks they have to do to achieve this, but they are different from having to answer the phone, respond to email requests for appointments, or check patients in at the front desk. Providing the best service to the patient must be their only focus so they can ultimately sell your treatment plan and add five to $7,000 to production. We don't want them feeling overworked, underappreciated, and burnt out. Specialization of roles based on personality will result in happier employees, better workplace morale, and a practice that runs like a well-oiled machine. Everyone needs to know their role and stay in their lane, while at the same time understand the need for teamwork and collaboration. Mindset shift number two. The patient is pre-sold. If a patient shows up to your office for a free consultation, there are a number of things that we can deduce. One, their teeth are crooked and they are insecure about their smile. Two, they are motivated to take action to build a better smile. Three, they are considering your clinic as the place to do it. Four, they have already invested the time and energy to get to your office. Five, they have taken a leap of faith to embark on what they know will be an expensive and long term process. These things all stack up in your favor when pre-qualifying them for the close. The only thing left to find out are whether they have the financial means of moving forward and if they are willing to do what it takes to follow the treatment protocol at your clinic. Let's make the assumption that they can in fact afford one of your payment plans, and their desire to look better is strong enough that they will make the time to follow your recommendations. If these factors turn out to be true, there should be no reason for them to decline starting care. To put it simply, the patient is pre-closed until proven otherwise. This is the mindset that I want shaping your attitude towards every new patient that enters your office. When your behavior comes from your belief that these people are here to get in the chair today, you'll find that you'll be taking credit cards and escorting them back to get started almost every time. This is the type of thinking that moves your conversion rate from the national average of 1 in 2 to the exceptional close rate of 3 out of 4. That's an increase from 52% to over 75%. Many TCs I've worked with are now converting at a rate over 80%. There are some obstacles that can sometimes get in the way of making this an instant reality. I like to call these things objections. When people start giving objections about why they can't do something, our first instinct is to counter them. But that only causes their guards to go up even higher, and eventually, you'll end up losing them. Our guards are always up when we are unsure or don't have enough information to make an informed decision about something. To avoid this, you need to ensure your TC knows how to eliminate objections from the beginning so that they don't occur. To do this successfully, they must be clear and transparent from the start. We will cover the four objections that you must preemptively eliminate every time to ensure a smooth close in chapter four. Mindset shift number three. Gain certainty from the truth, the facts and the reality. Whenever I find myself in an uncertain situation, I like to build up my certainty by asking myself three questions. One, what is the truth? Two, what are the facts? Three, what is the reality? The truth is the concept that must be true in order for me to get the outcome I want in a particular situation. In the case of closing a patient in the TC consultation, I want the patient to agree to the fees and treatment plan and get in the chair today. In this case, we know the truth is that this person wants their teeth straightened. Otherwise, they would not seek out a free consultation at an orthodontist's office. The facts are the evidence that you can find to support the truth that you require in order to get the outcome you want. The facts are that the patient came to your office for a reason. They came to find certainty and hopefully get a treatment plan to start their smile journey. If you want this new patient to agree to start today, you just need to check off the list of the five facts that would make them pre-sold above. The reality is simply the situation that I find myself in that is posing uncertainty. When I can state out loud for myself what that reality is, it becomes something that I can troubleshoot and resolve. In this case, it comes down to human nature and the fact that everyone is guarded when they enter a new situation with people they don't know or trust yet. We are asking them to make a big decision that involves a lot of money and a huge commitment. It's understandable that they are guarded. Mindset shift number four, I am a guard disarming agent. How do we get people to lower their guard? We need to become guard disarming agents. Words have power. A subtle change in our language when conversing with patients is all it takes to see those guards drop. We covered techniques and phrases that you can use to help people drop their defenses and front desk secrets, the first book in this series. Let's review them here. Below are two statements that basically say the same thing. However, there are subtle differences in tone. We do offer same-day starts, so that means we can start treatment today if you are interested. We do offer same-day starts, so that means you are able to start treatment today if that might possibly be convenient for you. How does that sound? The first statement abruptly gets right to it, whereas the second statement is a little wordier, but for a good reason. It uses softer language and feels non-threatening. It's positioned as though you are putting the ball in their court to decide what works best for them. Softening words such as might, maybe, possibly, and convenient can transform a statement that seems pushy and abrupt into one that relays the same message in a way that feels like it's their idea. You can also use connecting phrases to make the message more meaningful to the patient. Examples of connecting phrases include, so that you can, in order to, which will allow you to, which means you, etc. A list of these phrases and how to use them can be found in front desk secrets. Take a look at this example. We can offer you a same day start so you can start treatment without having to come in for another appointment, which means, you won't have to take more time off work, if that might possibly be convenient for you. By using both connecting phrases and softening words, we continuously position and frame the interaction in a way that saves them time and offers them convenience. Ultimately, people really only care about one thing, what's in it for them. This is not only important for your TC, but for all public and patient-facing roles in your office. I recommend doing a training with these softening words and connecting phrases with your team. Work through the different types of interactions that happen in your office where people may be guarded. Find the opportunities to soften the dialogue and role-play the scenarios until the wording becomes second nature. Mindset shift number five. Capacity for consultations. The capacity that an orthodontist has for consultations is one of the biggest limiting factors to the growth of a clinic. It has been standard practice in the industry to do one-hour consultations with the orthodontist, spending 20 to 30 minutes in the room with the new patient. We have seen some doctors who spend up to 60 minutes in a new patient consultation before they have even committed to start treatment. This means that in an eight-hour workday, many clinics only have the capacity to see maybe six or seven new patient consultations, if we allow an hour for lunch. This is also assuming they have a very light load in the clinic. If they are slammed seeing established patients, they may only have time for two to three new patient consults. If your scheduling coordinators can book more consultations in a day, your TC will have more opportunities to convert new patients into starts. That's a fact. But with this mindset shift, everyone in the office has to believe it's become real. That means the scheduling coordinators should be booking more leads for consultations with your TC. The record technicians must be taking records quickly. The TC should be efficiently going through the treatment and fee presentation and the orthodontist pops in only briefly to introduce himself and deliver the treatment plan. A team effort is required for this to work smoothly or there will be hitches and the whole system will be inclined to revert to a lower capacity. When I start working with a new practice, I always have to wrestle with them to get them to consider reducing their new patient consultation time. When I ask them Why they feel they need to do 60-minute consultations with new patients, I always hear that they need the time to create a relationship with their patients and don't want them to feel rushed. Now, I'm sure you're all very nice people and your friends think you're great, but do you really think this new patient who has never met you, is not sure if they trust you and is hesitant about whether your clinic is the right choice, really wants to hang out with you longer than they need to? I've been around thousands of orthodontists and in my experience many of them are much more comfortable chairside doing their thing or talking shop with other doctors describing weird and wonderful teeth rotations that they have corrected trust me the average person doesn't care to hear the gory details of what's going on in their mouth all they want to know is if you can fix it how long it will take and how much it will cost them why don't you leave the customer service to the friendlier and bubblier team members Casey Workman, the lead treatment coordinator at Fishbine Orthodontics, explains how her office eventually went from the 60-minute consultation to the 30-minute consultation. We slowly got into the process of 30-minute consultations. When I first started, we had an hour per consultation. Then Dr. Fishbine decided that we were going to do 45 minutes. So to do that, we just slowly had to get quicker with each step of our process. Then one day, he decided it would be 30 minutes. So the doctors need to understand that to make that happen, they have to do their part. They can't spend 20 minutes of our 30 minutes in the room. So they're very quick. The doctors trust the DCs because they know what they're talking about. They know how to explain the treatment to the patient. They also know if the patient has more questions, you can go grab the doctor again, but that never happens. Your practice should aim to cut that 60-minute consultation in half. This shift in mindset has to happen for everyone on your team. It's a process and the change will not happen overnight. If you're wondering how you can implement this, I'll tell you in detail in the next chapter. Mindset shift number six, incentives for TCs. We've already pre-framed the fact that you need to consider your TC as the top salesperson with the power to influence people to make decisions to change their lives for the better. To bring them from uncertain to certain to help them cross that bridge from who they currently are to the person they want to become great this is a powerful role they have been given and just like all top performing salespeople they need to be rewarded when their efforts are successful unfortunately not many practices reward their tcs when sales are made the mindset shift Is that the more the tc closes the more money i make therefore it makes sense to incentivize my tc to do everything in their power to close the sale think about it if your tc is getting paid the same amount whether they close eight starts or none at all what is their motivation to go above and beyond to make sure each and every new patient can say yes to starting care on top of that if they're doing the math and adding up all the money they are bringing into the practice yet they are not getting any appreciation or compensation for doing so, they're going to get resentful. Their morale will start to drop, and their close rate will decrease even faster. They will stop caring, and the new patients will feel it and leave your office looking for a more positive place to spend five to $7,000. When salespeople know they are rewarded for selling, they perform at a higher level. Time and again, we've seen incentives work magic for orthodontic staff members. When your team is rewarded for the practice's performance, every team member pulls together to help make your business grow. As a result, your revenue and profits also grow. More importantly, your patients feel the positive energy and motivation of the team members. It creates an extraordinary environment that makes patients excited to start treatment with you. If you aren't currently providing bonuses to the team members that help you reach your goals, you need to implement a rewards structure ASAP. Not an across the board bonus to everyone whenever your sales increase, but a specific, measurable bonus that motivates each person to perform their role better. When they hit their target, they get the reward. Dr. Ben Fishbein likes to say, Bonus the behaviors you want to see more of. His offices have a great culture full of excited staff members who are committed to growth. Casey reveals, how the commission-based structure at Fishbone Orthodontics has been paramount for TCs in their office. Our TCs are all commission-based, so they are so motivated to get everyone in for a same-day start. They get bonuses on same-day starts, selling the retainer plan, and selling the Zoom whitening. It's really made us happier to come to work, and it pushes us to work harder and smarter to get that commission check every time. In addition to a commission-based structure, You can also create office-wide contests to keep everyone on their toes. It may be less practical to give bonuses to all of your team members, but the front desk and scheduling coordinators, records technicians, and other staff all play a part in getting the patients started for treatment. One way to motivate them is to set up a weekly or monthly contest to incentivize whatever goal you're trying to reach. It could be a number of new patient starts, several same-day starts, the speed of the record techs, or even successfully booking new exams within 72 hours. After all, accomplishing everything in this book will require some changes in processes and behaviors at your office. Giving incentives is the most effective way to get your team to commit to the significant changes you'll need to make to start closing patients more effectively. Change your thoughts, change your life. All it really takes to get you from where you are today to where your dream of being is a few mindset shifts. If you aren't willing to change your perspectives about how to run your office, change will happen very slowly, if at all. As a leader of your team, you need to set the standards for what is possible. You must motivate and inspire them to be positive and work hard. You need to buy into an idea first before you can expect your team to get on board. The mindset shifts discussed in this chapter will put your office into a state of growth. Once the entire team has adopted these perspectives, it will feel like nothing can stop the success and growth of your practice. Now that you know the headspace that's necessary to experience a rapid growth, let's move on to how you can wow new patients, create trust and connection, and convert more of them into starts with the 30-minute consultation.